Geek Shock. Geek Shock. <laughs> I, it's my duty to tell you. Give a little whistle. Give a little whistle. Please, that booty smacked you. Does this sound like oh, oh, we'll see. That, that sounds yeah. actually better than most. You've it done. does this time. Yeah. Is that is that Good. Jiminy Cricket up your ass? No. I wish I had a conscience. I don't have a conscience. That's why I'm in jail. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 103. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And Jess Michael. Yeah, everyone's here and from, like, across the ocean. I flew uh, 18 hours or so to get here. Do we have to drink now, Just to Kirsten, get here. because uh, he did the robot in jail bit uh, already? All right. We got. We haven't set up the rules yet. I don't know. Right. Is that okay. Oh, okay. One? Everybody you're, out you're there. First of the all, rules. thank you for tuning in. We love to have you. We're going to talk weekend geek a little bit. Uh, but we have made many allusions to a drinking game, the Ugly Cat Show drinking game, particularly Kirsten. Cheers to you, sir. Uh, and I guess today it is. Uh, we're going to play it while. Uh, I figured. You know what? Let's put up or shut up. I'm going to play it. Mike's going to play it with me. And I'm listening here. Jeff's audience, here. Yeah, Jeff's I got, here. I got well. my Jeff's got his beer too. Okay, go to the fr- pause the podcast and go get yourself a beer. Don't worry, we'll wait. Now, no, no, yeah, okay. pausing is the waiting. So yes. right on now. Kirsten, of course, <laughs> is the rule lawyer regarding this. So he's the one that decides that a drink happens. Very well. Because he's the only one that really knows all the rules. I know. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. We'll put these that into writing true. later, but we're going to develop the rules and refine them while we play. Yes. It's, it's a work in progress. We figure the show could only get be- better. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, folks. For last and Paul week could we... only get funnier. He will get funnier. Than <laughs> us. That's a benefit for all. That's right. Uh, last week we didn't have a show, of course. Uh, uh, Jeff c- came into uh, tickets for Hell's Kitchen. How was no, that? No, no, no. VIP passes. Okay. Oh, yes. oh yes. Yes. Very true. damn. Whoa. VIP is just going around a like drink. a flu. Jeff made a correction. Okay. Fair one. <laughs> good one. Apparently, good one. That's a rule. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, VIP passes to Hell's Kitchen. Not a lot we can divulge as to what yeah, happened there. We are under contract for it. Well, we can say. Oh. Uh, and plus, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because yeah. the show begins in like three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but basically what we saw at the end, when there's two finalists, they have one final challenge. And then there's there there's a crowd to witness that final challenge. We were part of that crowd. We were third from the front. It was a very involved process with a lot of uh, really interesting and fun celebrities involved. Yeah. So uh, if you watch Hell's Kitchen, uh, that's probably one of the more enjoyable uh, final challenges I've seen. Yeah. And that's, I think at this point we've seen them all. And that'll be in a couple weeks? Uh, that like will, three weeks, I think. No, I think the show starts in three weeks. This episode oh, will, yeah. come, oh. will be in like two Probably months. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Because they, they awesome. only run like, I think, 12 episodes a season, right? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a, had a good time with it. Um, you know, we were right there at the front, so we clearly saw everything. We'll probably end up being on TV at some point. Because uh, the cameras were swooping in and around us the whole time, so uh, yeah. And the seat next to me was the only one empty in that whole row, so yeah, uh, that's what I did get for not wearing deodorant. But <laughs> yeah, it worked out for the best for all of us. <clears throat> nice plan. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> it's not my first time at the rodeo, brother. <clears throat> ah. 
But uh, but no, uh, back from London, huh, Mister Mister Mike? Yes, yes. I uh, I was over there. I, I'm not even gonna call it a work function. Work sent me over to London for fun, and uh, <laughs> it must be nice. I did a lot of work stuff, but what I did that was geeky that's worth mentioning is I visited 221B Baker Street. Uh, 221 ah. 221. Was that a correction? Are you? Are you? Uh, uh, damn it! Uh, drink, yeah. drink. <laughs> That's going to be a hard rule. That's I know. Nasty rule. 221B, big ass. 221B, 221B, what's the difference? I, that's just what it's potato, always been potato. said. Every, it, Look, everything I've I read ever seen. the books. Yeah. I said. For, for those who haven't read the Anyways. books, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes' house. It's where he lived. Oh. It's where he, uh, where he did his work out of. That's and my Holmes, Holmes. That's the Holmes. And uh, they have a museum there. Which was wonderful. I've got some photos. I'll send them. I'll send them out because people want to see pictures of me. I don't know why. Ah. Um, Moriarty was scary. Oh I yeah. Said they had a wax. Okay. Yeah, so was the he wax there? figures. Moriarty was there. They had <laughs> wax figures, and I like, I like, I looked him in the eyes. For one, he's very tall. Okay. And I looked him in the eyes, and you could really see evil there. I ah, mean, so captured it. Yeah. I like. I, I told my girlfriend who was with me. I was like, babe, get up close. Now look him in the eyes, and she like she shivered and, and had to back away. It was really awesome. Now was it one of those Madame Tussauds awesome style ones, or was it like a Hollywood Wax Museum? Oh my god, it was um, kind of sort of there. It was a kind of between. Okay, it was better than better than bad, and but not quite amazing. All right, but did you ever see this? It was like you know what I think like they were. I think they, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what we strive for here. All right. <laughs> did anyone in here ever see the the Star Trek? Original series cast wax figures at Hollywood Wax Museum. I so have seen those, and boy, to, are they horrible. Yeah, they were so awful. I mean, they brought them out to the convention one year. Those and, are wiggity wax museum going, pieces. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were horrible. I mean, they didn't even look anything like Like, Sulu didn't look like Sulu. Chekhov didn't look like Chekhov. Is the Hollywood Wax Museum even still in existence? I think it is. I mean, I because it's see. awesome kitsch. It's a horrible, horrible experience, but awesome because of how bad it is. It's Right, <laughs> it's on, like, and it's because it's been around. Hollywood so Boulevard, long. just a, a few doors down from Man's Chinese Theater. Now, I heard, I can't be for sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure that that display of those original series wax figures was actually accompanied by the real Nichelle Nichols <laughs> for a while because uh. she had come up on hard times and uh, <laughs> just standing there. She just stood still for a while. I think that one blinked. Honey, would you get me a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> been sitting in this chair with this thing in my ear all damn day i can sure use a coffee are you really nichelle nichols of course child of course is that a, a, a drink because he <laughs> I, I think yeah a racial stereotype what, there? what racial stereotype no i was she doesn't sound anything like that no, she, <laughs> what, what does she not right. have an adam's apple you don't what, obviously not <laughs> did you did you see the shatner roast when she told shatner he could kiss her black acid it yeah. kind of yeah. sounded like that there so you was go. What you're saying it was an accurate yeah, that's Once why again, I was holding off. An accurate interpretation oh, of a celebrity Lord. from Another Paul. one of my impeccable impressions. Tip top. <laughs> you would have thought she him. was right here. Wow, that's see... like two now. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the comment from Biggs a couple weeks ago when you did your Michael Caine riff? No. He said that he, he'll he'll place your his Michael Caine against your Michael Caine any day. Oh, right. oh So there's oh. a challenge when he comes for a visit. Yes. It's a cane-off. Right. Well, when that happens... <laughs> 
When that happens, oh. there will be a severe caning, and it won't be. <laughs> oh, well, before we go to show, I, got I a will few be with... raising Kane. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, how about Kane touch this? <laughs> oh, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that one for a dollar. Please move on. on. <laughs> emails, gentlemen. Emails. Emails. Uh, emails. Let's hear it. Uh, emails, this one. Uh, emails. From a frequent contributor to the show and a fine friend of ours, uh, the Dave Raider. Oh, Dave Raider. Uh, hey guys, just listen to Geek Shot episode 101, the Paul absolutely hates Margaritaville parrot heads and everything related <laughs> oh to Jimmy God, Buffett yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> About a year ago, I went to Margaritaville by the Flamingo and I saw the Mirror Universe version of Master Torgo, goatee and all. He was working there dressed as a pirate walking on stilts, and making balloon animals. Paul, I think what you did to Margaritaville in the episode is the same as what the UK movie ratings people did to Human Centipede 2. I think you made more people go to it because it was super packed last week. (laughs) (laughs) Although Goatee Torgo is nowhere to be found. Here's a celebrity impersonation request for you, Paul. Oh boy, here we go. I want Paul to impersonate Jimmy Buffett and sing the song Margaritaville. If you could get that on tape, that would be awesome. I want to see all of you squirm, especially Paul. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have the tape running, but it's a request, Paul. Jimmy Buffett singing Margaritaville. Go. All right. Dave Raider, I hate you. <laughs> Living on sponge cake. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, how my buns ache. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get ainly raped almost every day. <laughs> Is that the original lyrics? Because people, they fuck me. In my butt, they fuck me. And I wish they would stop and please go away. Oh, bring it home. Having my butthole reamed in Margaritaville. Oh, God. There's some blood. Why don't you pour on some salt? Some people say that I have AIDS anyway, but I don't. I just have a bleeding butt. (laughs) Uh, You know what? There you go, Dave. Wow. Uh, My blood is buddy. That's terrible. Oh, hold on. That was the first ass joke. True, there was an ass reference. From Paul. Got a few of them. And a sign from Dave Raider, geek, radiation nerd, and parrot head. Hooray! By the way, Dave, um, Dave asked me, and I guess he just uh, emailed me, um, he wanted suggestions on how to run a 4th edition D&D campaign. And I just want to say, good on you, fledgling DM, good for you. I responded to him uh, saying that uh, the best way to run a 4th edition is to use the 3.5 edition rules instead. Oh, (laughs) Our second email from J-Man. Hey, guys. Uh, you know how you were wondering about the uh, functionality of the Kinect? Uh, well, I think that Fleshlight slash Tanga should team up with Activision and make a game and peripheral, 
but they wouldn't call it Fleshlight Activision or Tanga Activision or even Tanga Vision or Flesh Vision. No, they would call it Jack Division. Snoop would call it Jizz Activision. Yeah! <laughs> Trust me, this is the ne- next step, folks. J Man. Jizz Activision is right. Oh, <laughs> nice one. Nice one. So thank you, yeah, J Man. Yeah. For... I'm trying to picture how that would work. Sir, just just lowering the bar for us just a little more. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I got their slogan already. Mm. Come and play and come. <laughs> <laughs> and play and come <laughs> and play and come. Achievement it keeps unlocked. Going on and on. Oh Achieve- yeah. Damn. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Nut shot. No, I'm just a fr- just a friend coming on. Tea bag. What? No, just a friend logging on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be careful what parties you join there. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right. Oh god! Oh, no. We were just playing Uno. Yeah. No, you're playing Duo. It's <laughs> it's news you don't give a shit about, folks. Yeah. Paul would have a different reference when he is playing poker, and they said he's all in. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in, in jail. I was all in when I was playing poker. She didn't like it. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Uh, Japanese researcher Mitsuki Akeda has extracted protein from human fecal matter and turned it into edible artificial meat. Yep, a human poop burger. Fun. A noble uh, intention, Akeda went down this road in order to be resourceful about recycling poop, which in theory would actually help create food for the less fortunate. <laughs> you did <Wow>. right! <laughs> <laughs> it sure as fuck are less fortunate. So now I can like, roll down my windows and shit in my hands. Here's Throw a shit sandwich, <laughs> you fucking asshole. I'm generous today! <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't make a shit sandwich for the fortunate. Fuck off! Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to a restaurant and someone you, you pull, pull up at a light and the guy's like, got spare change. You're like, no, but I'll have something better for you in about an hour. Not, Are you going to be here? That's not for the less fortunate. That's for the least fortunate. <laughs> Damn, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, this hamburger tastes like a shit. We have to drink. Have welcome. Drink. Uh, <laughs> Paul Asian accent. Oh, there it is. Uh, Drink, everyone. Currently, the poop burgers are quite expensive, costing around 10 to 20 times the price of regular meat. <laughs> because what each, the fuck? Each, <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I swear we talked about this. Each burger has to factor in the price of Ikea's <laughs> research. Uh, well, you know, those are only for the first 100,000 shit factor burgers. in the price of his research. <laughs> Once they get popular, his research, which was him eating shit. <laughs> research. He ate shit and didn't die. With, oh. Did he, like, test this on, on humans? Like, okay, you're not in the control group. Guess what you're eating. <laughs> well, try this burger. You like it? Oh, oh, I can't tell if this shit burger or Burger King. It could be either one. <laughs> Oh, both flame broil to perfection. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, oh. Do we I have got, to drink again? He's I have doing terrible it. runs. It's part of the I same bit. I was about bit, to no. ask. Uh, no. Oh, same bit? It's part of the same bit. Otherwise, why t- would finish this drink? <laughs> 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 oh, I have the run so bad. This must have been Burger King. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm making my own burger. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, 
Michael Bay likes his special effects, but more importantly, he likes his special effects to be presented in the utmost quality. And now, he is politely asking projectionists in the movie theaters that are playing Transformers 3, Dark Side of the Moon, in 3D to kindly brighten the bulbs used to project the movies to a level that will cause them to burn out faster. This will improve the viewing presentation of the films and will only cost the theaters a few thousand dollars extra to replace the bulbs. <laughs> uh, bulbs can average around uh, 3,200 or run as high as 5,700 and burn out after about 500 screenings under regular use. Uh, so yeah, just do them this favor, guys. Spend a few extra thousand dollars for uh, Transformers 3. Thank you. Yeah, never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, the cost would just get passed on to us. <laughs> That's not already. News right. you don't give a shit yeah. about. Uh, War Games. What? The, uh, movie? I don't give a shit about War Games. The 1983 film starring uh, Matthew Broderick and uh, Ali Sheedy as two kids who almost start World War III from the comfort of Broderick's gigantic desktop computer is being remade by MGM. Ugh. Wow. It's all part of the but studio. It's being made by somebody good. <clears throat> well, it's all part of the studio's plan to remake every movie ever produced in the 1980s. There's somebody good attached to it, though. The director's pretty good is attached there? to it. Yeah. I, I didn't catch the director. Damn it. Google it, Barry. With what? <laughs> I don't know. My phone's a brick. No, but I, I too, looked at that and was like... Is that a drink? Er. Paul asking Barry to Google something? And then uh, and then I was like... It's gotten kind of old, actually. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah, happen quite frequently, gotten, yeah. doesn't it? So Now, say, quick to the internets. Okay. I would say that's a drink. Yeah, so it's attached to somebody halfway decent. All right. I can't remember who. Well, MGM is remaking Poltergeist, which I'm actually looking forward Fuck, why to. Why can't I remember who? I don't know, but it's got to be better than that second War Games movie. They're also the, rem- the Dead Code? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was ugh. terrible. MGM's also remaking uh, Robocop. What? Yeah. So, yeah, Thank it's God a nice Netflix fine list. on that one. Uh, news you don't give a shit about, History Channel is casting for a new competition show called Full Metal Jousting. People are going to joust for a prize of $100,000 on television for our entertainment. Uh, if you were ever annoyed for one moment that there was no medieval times restaurants in your area, you kept missing local rent fares, here you go. You'll soon be able to watch real people jousting and possibly bloodying themselves on basic cable. Well, it was like I, Nerf That's weird. Bikes. That's interesting. I actually went to the ultimate jousting uh, championship that was at South Point. Two weeks ago. Oh yeah, really? Uh, yeah, that was actually, and they have been they've been uh, promoting themselves as real jousting. Did that guy of, win? Um, yeah, the guy. Yeah, who, that who, guy did win. That one guy. Yeah, that Charlie, guy. whatever his name he's is. He's got a yeah. crazy name, and he's yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, he's 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 been pushing it, and uh, he's eh, he makes himself out to be a colorful character, and he uh, cops an attitude and everything. It was very interesting. It's really weird that you say that because. They mentioned at the uh, first ever Ultimate Jousting Championship, which Charlie, whatever his name, damn it, I can't remember, won, um, that uh, they're filming for a reality show, Knights of Mayhem, Knights with a K, for the National Geographic Channel. So, and, and they were stressing huh. that they're trying to pull jousting out of the Ren Fairs and the, uh, and the into the modern times and, and, and modern times and make it into make it into a real sport. And I have to say, it was pretty impressive stuff. There were people getting knocked off horses, and those lances were meeting the armor with a resounding crash. It's as realistic as wrestling. So, so like the 2016 Olympics might have jousting. Is that what we're? 
Yeah. I can't wait. Wow. That would be awesome. I'm always saying we need to go back to the days of the Circus Maximus and get two people in the ring with lions. You know how long jousting will last in the Olympics? Just until some horse catches one in the neck. Yep. And that's it. That's then, it. You're right. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Animal rights of the sport A million little it. girls <laughs> watching that. Exactly. Watching yeah. that live on TV and they're like, oh boy. Can you imagine My Little Pony? Crack. Yeah. So they're, they're Blood. <laughs> full... Full armor. Full armor. They 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 had the whole rig up. Um, uh, un, unless it was a real grotesque fix, uh, that guy was plainly very very good. Yeah, mm. uh, his the rest of his team was actually uh, most of them had been jousting for only uh, six months or so, maybe a year. A few of them a couple years. They're all former athletes of some sort, uh, whether they were MMA fighters or. Uh, Guess you um, gotta do something. Um, <clears throat> oh damn it! I've forgotten everything now. Uh, other car jousters, very, <laughs> very physical uh, athletes. What about so bike jousters, those car jumpers, sure. those guys that do yeah. standing jumps over cars, parkours, oh, parkours, yeah. yeah. Michael, you know a little no. something. Yeah, about Yeah, I know about free running. Yeah. I gave that a try. Did any of them ride ostriches? Nope. Ooh, that was good. Ostrich, Ostrich jousting? jousting. <laughs> Ooh, they could be like a movie. Joust, yeah. Well, yeah. Joust. Let's bring it to life. <laughs> well, I do. I, you got it. Well, I do happen to have. Does our pterodactyl come down and start some shit? I, I have. I have the <laughs> casting notice right here. So those uh, interested in, uh, in doing it, right uh, here. All right, here we go. Yes, we said jousting. 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 If you are a skilled horseback rider and have the heart of a warrior, then you might have what it takes to become America's first full metal jouster and win the $100,000 grand prize. This hard-hitting competition will recreate the raw, crushing force of 13th century jousting battles by arming 16 fierce competitors with lances, 200 pounds of armor, and a 2,000-pound war horse. All charging through the arena with one goal in mind, to become champion. You don't need to be an experienced jouster, but you do need strength, determination, and desire to win. We teach you how to joust. You crush the competition. <laughs> okay. Now, in this tournament, Kirsten, yeah. did they play up the medieval stuff, or did they try and bring it really more modern? What do you mean, play up the medieval stuff? Like, were there midgets and shit? Was there <laughs> midgets and shit? Was there was there a boy? Lady? That is medieval, isn't was, it? No <laughs> midgets, but boy. Was there a lady, you know, no. going, dropping a hanky? Nope. And was I think there... that's precisely because they wanted to avoid the whole Rin Fair. That's the, I thing. hate that. Then that's the fun. If you're gonna do a reality show, you need to totally play that. You need a fucking midget coming out shit. going, "Oh my lord." Who are you befooting today? Everyone eats my poops. <laughs> <laughs> everyone eats my poops. You know him. As you know, the, the Red Dwarf. The Red Dwarf. and poops and everyone eats my poops. You should apply for that position. You know, my... <laughs> I'm always oh, in that position. <laughs> I'm always in that position. You know, my 16-year-old self would have been crazy about that. I would have been yeah. like, yes. I may not be very small, but my temper's short. <laughs> Does that count for nothing? You fucking assholes! <laughs> Give me a job. Tourette's midget. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Prithee, where's the mead? Yeah, I don't know if I can handle jousting without the whole... Uh... 
you know, eating out of your, exactly. eating off your fingers you gotta have and a the big old turkey in the, leg in your hand. You <laughs> yeah. know what it's, yeah. it, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the artifice around it is what makes it an acceptable and interesting thing. Well, 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 this stuff, I have a friend who works a lot of, uh, Ren fairs and, uh, theater works productions. Works quotes? No, like no, streety? no, works like, hey, as, hey. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> He actually was talking about how he felt what they were doing was dangerous, and he didn't approve of, uh, he wasn't too sure he was uh, thrilled with how they set up um, their competition. At the Ren Fairs? No. At the Ultimate Oh, this Justin. one was not good. Right, exactly. So, like, so I injury think, was coming. Um, Emphasis well, on something along those lines. He Ho- hoping, for the, hoping for the car wreck. He didn't go into the details, so... Um, I think that this is more than the Ren Fairs. So, and I mean, I'd never been to a joust at a Ren Fair. I have, and I have. Uh, and yeah. watching this thing, it was pretty impressive. So, I was with but Tom. But not safe. Hmm. But not safe. Apparently, uh, I couldn't tell. Tom couldn't either. Tom was there. He's been yeah. to plenty of Ren Fairs, and he said he couldn't quite tell what the difference might have been. Okay. So hmm. the one I went to in California recently with Deb and with Tom, um, the lances look like safety lances, where they broke away pretty easily. So. You can lance if you want to. You won't get hurt, not <laughs> oh, at all. Because the lance is soft, and when it hits your armor, it will make you fall. We have to drink on that one. Don't we? <laughs> Why? Because he sung something that wasn't funny. It's a safety yeah. lance, Jeff. I just think you want to drink. It's a safety that one. lance. After <laughs> <laughs> that one, we just pretty much. Yeah, we'll pretty drink. much. In fact, I'm going to. You can lance at your granny. It won't hurt her not a bit. Shut up. Because the lance is soft, and when it hits things, it bends like a piece of shit. Okay, that was kind of... <laughs> uh, approval over here. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit. Begrudging right. approval. Begrudging. An inch? Oh, it's, a an inch. <laughs> it's a safety lance. It's a safety lance. It's a safety lance. Shut up, you can joust with the baby. Uh. The baby will be fine. <laughs> when the baby hits the you end of the lance, it won't hurt off. his behind. You can joust with a toddler. The toddler will be okay. Because the lance will break and fall into pieces and totally be blown away. You should not give oh. a shit about. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Performance artist Jordan Wayne Long is preparing to ship himself from Bald Knob, Arkansas... To Portland, Oregon, in a crate over the course of one week, without Bald a connection the to the outside world, <laughs> except for a rig which allows him to play Lord of the Rings online. I've seen this. This is dumb. What? Long it's claims the project relates to dumb. his study of post-traumatic stress disorder. And <laughs> Whoa, related... wait, what? <laughs> what? 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 I read this article. It's bullshit. Let's and hear it. Let's hear it. Stunt of the most bald-faced related coping mechanism. Talk about your bald knob. Uh, Long's friend, Brandy Roberts, will be transporting him on her truck, so he won't be going through any kind of actual postal system. Uh, Long plans to update the interested masses via his Twitter, and has also created a blog to cover his week of playing Lord of the Rings online in a box, which should barely be any different from playing it in his room. Long's experiment is planned to take place between July 1st and July 7th and end at a Portland art gallery. There are thousands upon thousands of people already doing this, except instead of a box, which is closely monitored, they are doing this in their mother's basement. And they are not leaving that room. They are shitting in 
cans so they don't have to get up from the from the. This is stupid. God. It's just a publicity stunt. More but they power get to the them. synthesis formula. They can eat the shit and then they'll. Yeah. Oh, maybe should get some some yeah. human poop burgers. I go start the grill. <laughs> Drink. Drink. I start the grill right now. Hey, who got the charcoal? Where all the charcoal girl? Who put it away, rest? Where the charcoal? Who got mesquite? I want mesquite charcoal. News you don't give a shit about. Shit burger. Uh, once you've tried every kind of food imaginable, shit burger, uh, deep fried or on a stick, shit uh, burger. What's new for the uh, county and state fairs this year? Uh, <laughs> deep fried Kool Aid. How? What? How? Huh? Listen, I've seen it. <clears throat> tell you. Creator Chicken Charlie Bogosian isn't sharing the exact recipe. Wait, wait, what? Chicken what? Charlie? Chicken Charlie Bogosian. Oh man! It involves flour and Kool Aid powder, powder, and a deep fryer. Yeah. Fill in the blanks, people. <laughs> chicken Charlie, quote, Chicken Charlie is a staple of fried rations at fairs across the country. It sold 400 to 600 orders of deep-fried Kool-Aid per day in the first weekend at the San Diego County Fair. How do you fry powder? And that's about double the rate of previous debut items, Bogosian <laughs> said, quote, That's because it tastes so darn good, unquote. Uh, the San Diego County Fair runs through July 4th, so you still have a little time. To go get your deep fried Kool Aid. I really want to know how to do you this. Put it in a funnel. There is yeah, some it's just a batter. There's some show like on on History or TLC or one of those that that has that family that with the Chicken Charlie and all the friggin' conventions they go to. That family is a piece of work. Are they just <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you think you think the Tuttles like from a piece of work from family. like. Uh, American Chopper are crazy. <laughs> These people are crazier. <laughs> Fuck those fucking carnival people frying shit. <laughs> Carney's missing them teeth. Carnies. Fry your fucking Kool-Aid. Chicken Charlie. <laughs> Who do you fucking think you are? How do you think you got that name? You're a piece of work. <laughs> chicken Charlie. I bet somebody caught him fucking a chicken. <laughs> When and he was went, in Kentucky? And they went, hey, Charlie. Or should I say, fucking chicken, Charlie. And he goes, how about you just drop the fucking and let's let it at that. And then you're a piece of work. <laughs> I'll fry you some Kool-Aid if you drop the fucking. All right, chicken, Charlie. And finally... Piece of work. Uh, once you've tried every, oh, that's already done that. The online shop Animate, <laughs> Animate, is taking orders for limited edition Neon Genesis Evangelion inspired sparkling wines to be sold in mid June. Oh my God! The wines come in three flavors, with each flavor featuring either Unit One, a Langley, or how you say Ray. What's the Ray last? Ayanami. Ayanami, thank you. Only 333 bottles of each wine will be produced for uh, 50,000 yen each, or $624 per bottle. So what are the flavors? Underage, uh, lust, confusion? <laughs> uh, what? What do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, a sparkling Eva 01 Brute is uh, dry, not very sweet wine. Uh, EVA 006. Uh, features uh, Ray on the bottle and is a semi-sweet wine. And uh, Eva 02 is a sweet wine featuring uh, Langley. All three bottles feature the characters drawn in gold print on a black bottle. 
So it's Ray and Asuka. Okay. Yeah. And then a one. Then the three most popular things. Sparkling wines. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. That's whatever. It's fine. It's perfect for Evangelion fans. A bunch of little girls. (laughs) Drink like girls. Uh, you're right. a piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you piece of work. All right, it's it's a uh, it's week in geek time, guys. Yay! Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks in geek. Yeah. Uh, th- these next two, I wasn't sure where to place them, so I'm just putting them neck and neck with news you don't give a shit about because nice. I really didn't know where to throw them. Neck and All neck. Right. So uh, a Taiwanese blogger whose name has only been released as Mrs. Lu. Oh, boy. <laughs> Get ready to drink, everybody. <laughs> right. Get prepared. Get prepared. Transration. There you go. <laughs> drink up. Transration is lady bathroom. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou. That dog, but it means lady bathroom. <laughs> In that case, I've read this all wrong. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Lou has been said it. <laughs> Mrs. Lou! Good luck. Good luck, Torgo. Yeah, good luck getting through this one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She's been sent to what? She has been sentenced to 30 days in jail for saying that the Sichuan flavor beef noodle restaurant has noodles that are too salty on her blog. Why did you say that, Lady Bathroom? (laughs) You should know better. These people have a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to noodles. Well, that's not all she said either. In the offending blog post, she also noted the presence of cockroaches and called the owner a bully. After finding out about this scathing review, the restaurant's owner promptly sued for defamation. During the hearing, the judge decided that while Mrs. Liu's comments regarding the cockroaches were passable by virtue of being statements of fact... Her comments on the noodles were out of line. What? She had only eaten a single serving of the noodles and was not in a position to judge the restaurant's menu on the whole. She received 30 days of jail time, two years of probation afterwards, and required to pay roughly $6,800 in damages in addition to being told to apologize. Where was this? Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay. Wait, wait. This girl goes in there and is like, hey, there's cockroaches on the floor. Don't eat there. And I think the noodles were a little too salty. So because of that... She's got to spend time in jail. Not because she said there's cockroaches on the floor, because the judge says, oh, yeah, there's, there's cockroaches, there were on, the cockroaches on the floor. That's a floor. fact. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you're, a dirty, you're a dirty restaurant. But hey, hey. But her opinion was wrong. Yeah. You, can't, wow. you can't go saying they're, they're salty noodles from one dish. <laughs> First off, there's cockroaches, there's cockroaches all over the place. I don't think I'm going back for another dish. Wow. Nobody should go back. Golly. That's jacked up. <clears throat> What a, <laughs> what a piece of work. What a piece of work. Thank God I don't live in that country. I've been in jail eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. America bitching about, well, anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah. <laughs> jail. That's a right. Yeah. About a privilege. Long. I think the cops will be knocking on this door right now. Yeah. <laughs> Complain about shit before you get it. Uh, for United the Museum fans. Month at the Museum 2 will choose one person to take on this assignment. Spend a month at the Museum of Science and Industry Chicago to live and breathe science 24-7 for 30 days. 
from October 19th to November 17th, 2011. This person's mission will be to experience all the fun and education that fits in this historic 14-acre building, living here, reporting your experience to the outside world. There'll be plenty of time to explore the museum and its exhibits after hours with access rarely seen to nooks and crannies of this 77-year-old institution. The application process for this involves a 60-second video, a 500-word essay. The semi-finalists will be flown to Chicago for an interview. They will also want people who can write and, quote, take pictures without thumbs in the shot. And also the winner will be pretty much secluded within the museum for the entire time with little to no contact with the outside world aside from the blogs that will be written about the experience itself. Man, you got to do this. If I did this, <laughs> you got to do this. Here's what I'd do. These are, these would be my three objectives. My three objectives. First would be to scare the Jesus out of children by hiding in like the wolf exhibits and stuff and just going wolf, you know, just jumping That's out. not the sound that wolves make. <laughs> they're not like fucking they're not Pokemon. They'll go wolf wolf wolf. Wolf wolf wolf. You know that from where they got their names from. Know, what are you talking about? You know about? this from your time with the wolves? Is that where you're getting this anecdotal evidence? There are plenty of wolves in New Jersey. And what the fuck are wolves doing in the Museum of Science and Industry? Yeah. <laughs> Number two. But you have to jump out of the car because if you go, car, car, car. Number car, 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 car. Car, car, car. Cotton gin, cotton gin. I do it too. Cotton gin. Eli Whitney, cotton gin. Number two. History point. I would go to the exhibit with the cavemen. Then why are they shave their genitalia? <laughs> okay, aside from why you would do such a thing, <laughs> there shave are no cavemen in the Museum of Industry and Science, science, science and, and Industry. Cavemen are science. That's, that's science. Natural history. That's natural history. That's history, natural history. All right. Third thing I'd do. <laughs> oh, okay, so, so the second first would be I would try and get video evidence of a dinosaur ghost. In the Museum of Science. Mm-hmm. Science <laughs> wow. Dinosaur. In the Museum. The motherfucking. I'm done. I'm Riddle me this. My brain hurts. Riddle me this. What What do the industries work on? Oh my God. Well, that's really vague. If if I I right, yes, I know where you're going with if this. Fossil fuels. Yeah. What is fossil fuel? Dinosaur ghost blood. So, dinosaur ghost blood. You know, I would buy more fuel for my car. They called it dinosaur ghost blood. Unleaded That's dinosaur ghost what blood. What it is? It's dinosaur ghost blood. I have all new respect for modern transportation. It runs on dinosaur ghost blood. That's right. Wow. It's ah, the difference semantics make. Yeah. Oh, if man. this were for the Chicago Museum of Natural History, wow, yeah, you'd be right on yeah. it. Yeah, except you're n- not right at all. It's science and technology? Yes. Science and industry. Science yeah. and industry, okay. <laughs> what are they going to do for a month in that museum? Well, look for wolves and ghosts <laughs> and uh, shaved cavemen genitalia. I think number two on that list would be hiding your poops. <laughs> Like, someone's gonna in a mock-up of the mine. Someone's gonna get a surprise in this Model T. <laughs> now it's a Model P. I urinated it. Can we please? <laughs> yeah, I went deaf on this one. Let's go. 
Uh, okay, bringing it down. Uh, Ryder. <laughs> wolf, wolf, wolf! <laughs> wolf, wolf! Asshole, I choose you. They never expect it. <laughs> You're right, they wouldn't. Ah, oh, Christ, now we got a drink. He's having a coughing fit. <laughs> Oh, That's yeah. actually a good point, Jim. Yeah. Every time we all have a coughing fit, we drink. Uh, comic, comics legend Gene Colon has died. Oh, he oh. was eighty-four. Do you uh, have colon cancer? <laughs> colon Gene was colon for, for health. Inappropriate joke. Drink. Yeah, drink. drink. That one's uh, nasty. For some time, and passed away following a broken hip and complications from liz- <laughs> liver disease. Broken hip. Ouch. Yeah, it's just terrible. That's awful. Uh, Colin is considered one of the premier Silver Age Marvel artists, illustrating some of the best-known comics characters of all time, including Captain America, Doctor Strange, and the characters he's most associated with, Daredevil, as well as Blade, a character he co-created with writer Marv Wolfman. The era in which they all had kind of square jaws. Yeah. Uh, Colin also uh, inter- uh, contributed work at DC Comics, with the majority of it being pages of Batman and Detective Comics. Uh, Colin's last major achievement came in 2009, contributing to Captain America 601 with Ed Brubaker, which was awarded the uh, Eisner Award for Best Single Issue. Awesome. That's very sad. Yeah. Rest in yes. Yeah. Yeah, his, uh, the, also the, the Dracula, the Marvel Dracula. Ah, yes. did with Marv Wolfman are like... Historic. Mm-hmm. Huh. Man. Blah, blah. Oh, he would say, Dracula, Dracula. Dracula, <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Here I come. Dracula, Dracula. Uh, hey, kid. Dracula, Dracula. Blah. Dracula. Are you scared? In the graphic novel for The Walking Dead. Dracula. It is arguable that one of the most badass fan, fan favorites <coughs> is Michonne. Uh, Frank Darabont confirms sh- sh- that uh, she is bringing her katana skills to the AMC series officially. Yes! Oh, wow. oh boy. Wow. She's awesome. The bad news, this might not be until the third season. What? But the good news, this confirms a third season. Boy, they are stretching this thing out. Yeah, in the meantime, showrunner Darabont confirmed that Stephen King and his son Joe Hill do want to write an episode for the currently filming second season, but that is not definite yet. I like that they're doing it. I like that they're taking some risks with it. But man, mm-hmm. they are moving slow. Man, that's TV. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones is moving quick. They're already through the first book. Well, it's a miniseries. Yeah, they've, yeah. They've got, they've got an end in sight. They're doing it different. They're risking a lot because there's a <laughs> lot of books. Uh, we're Walking Dead, and if they don't get through all of them, I'll be disappointed. They ain't gonna get through all of them. That's what I'm afraid of. No way. Hmm. The big-name movie studios have been re-examining whether San Diego Comic-Con is a worthwhile place to push their films. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, it appears the official verdict has been made. For many studios, Comic-Con is out. Good. So who will be sitting out this year's San Diego Comic-Con? Those have made the announcement so far have included Disney, Warner Brothers, DreamWorks, and Weinstein Company, and now Marvel Studios. Uh, Marvel Studios announced that the Joss Whedon-directed Avengers movie will not be making an appearance. Of all movies, not to make an appearance. Yeah, that, okay, yeah. that's... That, and quite shocking, because uh, last year's Comic-Con was closed by a panel introducing the stars of the film. That's, wow. But among the other films not to be represented at this year's con, John Carter, Real Steel, Dark Knight Rises, Fright Night, to name a few, the ones that are going to be there... 
Cowboys and Aliens, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Adventures of Tintin, as well as the Ghost Rider sequel and Twilight Breaking Dawn. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, good. Get the movies out of there, forget. man. Raven will be there. Uh, Immortals. That one's going to be there. Um, for some, the vocal uh, vocal many nostalgic for the days when the movie and television industries didn't threaten to push comics out of Comic-Con. Yeah. This is something of a blessing. Uh, while the film industry will largely be absent, television properties will be there and then some. Yeah. While Comic-Con may not do much to boost box office numbers, it's very effective buzzmaker for TV. So look for Fringe, Terra Nova, Torchwood, J.J. Abrams' new show Alcatraz, Game of Thrones, and many, many more panels this year. Supernatural will be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that nearly as much. There's a lot well, of TV and uh, comic book crossover stuff anyway. I think TV's a better fit anyway because... <laughs> TV, there's so much of it. There's so many hours of it. You get more mythos. You get more. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it ingrains itself more into Unless pop Unless you're Smallville. Yeah, because that just sucks ass. <laughs> Woo, there's more oh, character development go. potential. Yeah. Unless you're Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to admit, though, the, the movies that they were bringing were ones that were most likely going to be well attended at the theaters anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... It, if they'd have brought something that they weren't sure about, that they were trying to introduce and get a gauge of, you know, whether a geek fans would like this, and then and they go, hey, I saw this great, like, 30-minute, you know, teaser of, you know, this movie that's going to be coming out in the fall that nobody's heard of, and you start telling your friends that stuff. I could see them doing more movies like that, but, I mean, they're bringing, like, Thor... They're bringing, you know, the Avengers. Well, they have built-in audiences. Yeah, things that are already going to have built-in audiences. Well, here's that... a question for you. How do you gauge buzz from Comic-Con? Is it the press? Is it us talking about it afterward? Because it's sure not people in Hall H, because those people are happy to see anything. They're just happy right. get, they've gotten no, into I Hall H. I think it is press. I think that's about what is internet chat rooms are talking about. There's a special device called the Stinkometer, <laughs> and you wave it next to a pile of nerds in line, and if they really smell bad, you're they like, oh time, boy, yeah. these, are, these are not the people I want watching my show. It's got the juices running. Yep. If it, but if they smell good, they're like, oh, these people might actually have jobs and money. I contend that you're backward on that. If they stink, they waited in line a long time to see your panel. Therefore, it's probably a good show. Waiting in line don't make you stink. Being a funk butt makes you stink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hollywood Chamber of Commerce announced that Walter Koenig will receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, that's about time. Um, With Koenig's confirmation, the full-named bridge crew of the original series Enterprise now has a star on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm not sure that this is true, but I've heard that Nichelle Nichols actually stands there holding a star. (laughs) (laughs) Not really a a star there. It's just Nichelle Nichols just standing there with a star in her hand. Give me a coffee, honey. (laughs) I'm standing with a star in my hand all damn day. Give me a coffee. <laughs> I sure could use a coffee. So she's uh, out there with those people that hassle you for tips when you take pictures Would of Would you them? like to take a picture with me, Nichelle Nichols, <laughs> the star of Star Trek? No? Then give me a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> AMC Theaters announced they will be screening the previous seven Harry Potter movies in sequence leading up to the premiere of Deathly Hallows Part 2 on July 15th. They're going to sell them all? They'll screen two a night, beginning on Monday, July 11th, showing Deathly Hallows Part 1 on July 14th at 9 p.m., leading directly into the midnight premiere of Part 2. Wow, that's pretty recent. Yeah. I just bought that on DVD for $10 on sale at Target. Uh, I hadn't seen it yet. (laughs) Was that punctuation? What was that? (laughs) 
<laughs> and you overpaid. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Well, it, no, I don't know if I overpaid. It was good. Yeah. It just ends very strangely, and the Dobby thing reminds me of my dog. <laughs> okay, okay, you can't just leave it out there. Like I'm, I'm willing to discuss this with you, but yes, I need to know more about. Well, what you know, I don't want spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for those who haven't seen. Yes, have you seen the new the new Harry Potter, the most recent one. Yes, and Dobby passes away, and he looks like my dog Pirate. His ears droop in the same way, and his and you know they make those anim those uh, CGI it? characters right. with sympathetic dog eyes anyway. Yeah. So it looks like my little dog. Does your dog talk like that too? Yeah, he says, "Oh, he so happy to be here with my friend Paul." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pee on his things. <laughs> and I don't imagine that's what he would say. No, he said, "Dog, dog, dog, dog." Woof, woof, dog, dog, dog. That's so weird. That explains a lot. Because the first time I met you, you said, "Fag, fag, fag." Fang, 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 fang. Fang, fang, I was trying to communicate <laughs> with you, gay wad, uh, and your gay oh, hair. I'm not oh, gay. Also, <laughs> oh, God, Paul. Oh, God. Oh, see, there it is. Look at that. Oh, oh, Barry's right doing, Barry a, doing Barry a Barry impression. impression. Is that I'm a drink? I'm doing my impression of Paul doing me. That's meta. That's very meta. <laughs> We're moving to New York, everybody. <laughs> Barry and I are moving to New York. <laughs> I just want to let you know. We're going to be the odd couple, except both of us are going to be messy. <laughs> We're not going to both be messy. I'm very neat and clean. That's true. You know this about me. The, uh... That's right. You are neat and clean. Duh. The lemon. I, I like put the anal yeah. in. Anal retentive. You put the anal in something. Hello. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Thundercats. Hey, yo. All right. Add it's Jewish note. Thundercats. Uh, really? What? Thundercats are on the loose. Thundercats are going. That's Watch out! There's some magic things. Uh, Listen to them. Do the joke. thing. Thunder, 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 thunder cats. Heyo! Thunder, 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 thunder cats. There's a guy that lives in rags in the pyramid thing. I don't know. Pyramids scare me. We've been down that road before. Thunder, 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 thunder cat. Hey! <laughs> oh, yeah, and it would be Thunder K A T Z. Yeah! <laughs> thunder, thunder cats! <laughs> snarf, snarf, it's time for sh time to sit shabbat. <laughs> snarf, snarf. <clears throat> Baruch Atoll. <laughs> Or as Jeff would say, huzzah! <laughs> huzzah for the Thundercats! <laughs> so what? what? <laughs> I know. That's a callback to that an old... That is a callback. Wow. Oh, you guys. You oh, don't even funny. listen to your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. you know? No, I forgot it. Damn. We've done 103 of these things. <laughs> Which one would you be referring to exactly? The time he was talking about uh, Jewish weddings and the whole you wrap the glass up and stamp on it and go... Huzzah! <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. That's right. That's right. I don't even remember that. I remember that. Seth <laughs> yeah. always thought it was Mazel Tov. Nights is off. He's doing now. All right. Another to the list of comic book sources that have a television adaptation in the works. Ooh, ooh. 
uh, for Dude. Warner Brothers. Uh, TV and David S. Goyer are producing 100 Bullets for Showtime. I never read the comic. It's Showtime. great. Okay. Uh, Goyer will be writing the series. That's uh, David S. Goyer, co-writer of Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, 100 Bullets ran for 10 years, finishing up in 2009, at the beginning of its story anyway. It's a, about a mysterious man known as Agent Graves who approaches a wide array of people with the same proposition. They have problems, and their problems all have a single source. That source is a person, and Graves provides them both with the identity of that person and 100 untraceable bullets. So untraceable, in fact, that should a criminal investigation find one of them in connection with a crime, they will immediately stop investigating it. Killing the cause of their problems will actually end their problems. Instead, Graves appears to be performing experiments purely about the effects of revenge on avenging parties. Showtime has also recently acquired the rights of Chew, a somewhat more comedic title. We talked about that before. So, yeah, Showtime is taking 100 bullets as well. Well, that sounds pretty good. So, <clears throat> and uh, as. Did you read it, that, Kirsten? No. It's interesting. No. Yeah. Got the and, first two trades. And a live action series based on the anime series Noir has been picked up by Stars. Has been produced by Sam Raimi and Bob Tappert, who you may recall that those guys are behind Spartacus Blood and Sand. Awesome. Uh, and Gods of the Arena, Xena Warrior Princess, and the Evil Dead movies, and another TV series that won't be mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Noir. Which one could that be? Uh, a series of TV be, series. Won't be mentioned. Noir, which was <laughs> first is aired it? in Is it a legend? A legendary series? Oh, <laughs> did they do that one? About a certain seeker? Oh, that's a butthole show. <laughs> Thank you. That is a butthole Beyond. show. Beyond. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know what? I like Zedicus. This is what I wish. Well, give me I, a wish. I wish... You had a giant chili cheese dog. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> and it was made of poop. <laughs> no. Which, how could you tell, right? Yeah. Oh, here, chai, here, chili cheese dog. Goddamn drink again. Everybody go. want a chili cheese dog? I promise it's just cheery. What do you wish? I wish... <laughs> That Raimi and company would yes. go back and remake Xena with the hardcore, dick-swinging, tit-flinging <laughs> action of Spartacus. Ah. I wish Xena and whatever little girlfriend's name was... Gabrielle. Gabrielle would bone down all day on each other, tits a-swinging. <laughs> I wish it would just be a fuck-fest. Yeah. I'm sure they have a I'm, porn about yeah, this. Yeah, video, I think, has done this. Yuck. I need the real deal. It's so much better when what's her head? Zena. Lucy yeah. Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Oh. Yeah, she's awesome. I will say when I saw her in Spartacus getting getting dirty, I was wow. Yeah. She's the hot business. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, and and as a connoisseur of pornography myself. <laughs> he says I would hardly call you a connoisseur. I am. Like the Belladonna. <laughs> You've only seen the first yeah. two minutes of any porn, all right? The hot <laughs> The no. hot ladies, the intelligent ladies, they're the ones that I go for. The ones with the sparkle no. in the eye. What? Those aren't the ones you go what? for. You yes, go for are. the filthy, degenerate, Which nasty, shit-eating. There is hard scientific proof that the more intelligent... <laughs> Look, you can call it the hard, more intelligent a woman is. Listen, the more intelligent a woman is, the more likely she's, to get, she's down to get freaky in bed. That's true. Sasha Gray's pretty smart. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there might be something to this. I, there, I guarantee goddamn it. Uh, I want to see some Stanford Binet IQ scores. Ashley Blue, yeah, my, uh, Oriana Small, just put out her book, Girlvert. She's 
very sharp chick and filthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> okay. But she's a published author. Wait, All right, I'm Paul found my... something that even turns him off? No, she... No, I no. love Ashley Blue, dude. <laughs> Hello. So buy your girls some Sudoku books and and uh, get her on... Uh... Get her on the Brain Age. <laughs> brain Age. <laughs> my Brain Age. Do <laughs> some more Brain Age, honey. Play my Brain Age. And we'll get down to the what, What's your Brain Age, Granny? Anyway, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool to see a remade hardcore Xena? I, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure maybe video's done it. And... Gotta be with the people. The real people. I like to see Xena done in the same vein as uh, I like Spartacus. to see her done with my vein. What? No, go ahead. <laughs> no, that was it. Spartacus. That was I like it. to see her done with Spartacus. Yeah, the same thing. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Some of those same players? Except, God, please, better writing. Better writing? Better writing. How can you get better writing? How? how? You mean dialogue? <laughs> or plot points? Kind of both, really. Mm, kind of know. both. Pretty great. I tried to watch. I tried to go back and watch them Xena on Netflix. Oh, Man. oh, oh! You're talking about yeah. Zena. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Z- I thought you were talking about Spartacus. I'm like, Spartacus is pretty great. Oh no, no. I'll, okay, yeah. I'll Z- never say an unkind no, word about Zena. Is a terrible show. I hate that show. <laughs> terrible show. But if even it Bruce Campbell was could Hercules. barely help that show out. Who did? I said even Bruce Campbell could barely help oh, that show out. That's terrible. Man, you can't work around the writing. The, if the writing's bad. What are you going to do? I loved every Bruce Look at Star Campbell Wars. episode of that show. The show was crap, but I heard Bruce Campbell. I'm just saying, Natalie Portman, McDonald should work Star Wars and make it. You and McDonald, Ewan Mc, wait, Gregor, Gregor, not McDonald. Uh, Who the fuck is Ewan McDonald? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's great. That's like that's almost a line right out of uh, Red Letter Media. (laughs) 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 McDonald, I can't do him. Whatever his McDonald. fucking name is. Ewan McDonald is the Ewan star McGregor. of the first episode. Nephew. Episode McMullet. Look out. <laughs> Look out, Ewan McDonald. Here comes here comes French fry guys. Oh boy. Ewan McDonald got supersized for this one. I found Ewan McDonald's performance to be greasy. Blah. It's like a hamburger. <laughs> Ewan McDonald, his drive-through is open. Ewan McDonald is a McNugget of Jedi goodness. Okay. All right, just when we thought the uh... Vader's the real clown in this, not McDonald. <laughs> I love. If those of you who don't know what we're talking about, RedLetterMedia.com. Best goddamn thing ever. Funny, lurid, sordid, and also a very blisteringly insightful spot analysis. Yeah. So insightful. Film school. You yeah. could you could learn he, about film watching those he motherfucking. Knows, he knows his shit, and I love yes. the filth that he blends into it. Yeah. Oh, it's goddamn great. <laughs> uh, just when you thought they were attempting uh, attempted curbing of used game sales, couldn't get any worse with developers beginning to implement single code use codes that unlock online functionality for used games. Uh, Capcom is now testing out something much more horrifying. By only allowing one saved file that cannot be reset, people won't ever be able to make their own progress in a game after the original player begins his or her her own save file. Oh, fuck that Mm, shit, dude. The movie move is a clever on Capcom's part in the in the fact that it will probably be the most effective strategy to prevent used game sales implemented to date, but the move's also ridiculously 
ridiculously short-sighted. Uh, not only has it already enraged gamers by not allowing them to create multiple saves on their own <coughs> legally purchased software, but if Capcom isn't going to get any money from gamers who are only going to buy the game used to begin with, then enraging these gamers won't exactly make them decide to purchase the game new. And Capcom won't probably see much change in sales. That's just stupid. Unless yeah. that game's awesome. This is the uh, Resident Evil Mercenaries 3D for the 3DS, by the way. Right. That's the title. Okay. Um, what? Yes. This, this is the point where we pause the show. Oh. And, and get batteries into, into Barry's microphone. Because you just fell off the planet. Barry's microphone. <laughs> what the hell? What's the matter with Barry's microphone? I'm going down into my basement. I bet there's some hot pot. Oh, who wants a pizza roll? <laughs> Send me a dollar for a pizza roll. Make a pizza roll. God damn it. I didn't know. We've been podcasting with Plinkett the whole fucking <laughs> time, and we never knew. Motherfucker. That is a spot on. You know, oh, my God. I you love that Impersonate anybody. That is just... Huh? You can impersonate anybody, sir. That's what I, I'm, a, I'm a mimic extraordinaire. <laughs> Steve Biggs is going to get his ass handed to him. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Professor Biggs? He knows it. My microphone is on. Yes, it is. Welcome back, sir. Uh, Supreme Court has finally ruled with a 7-2 vote that video games are indeed a form of free speech yes! and therefore are protected by the First Amendment. Hallelujah! 7-2. Nice. Good on you, Video Game Voters Network. Who are the two, I wonder? Uh, the whole mess started way back in 2005 when California passed a law that prohibited prohibited the sale of mature-rated video games to minors under the penalty of a $1,000 fine. This, of course, was hotly contested in a free speech grounds until it made its way to the Supreme Court and to this final and wonderfully logical conclusion. Uh, Ars Technica quotes the decision. Uh, this is uh, Anthony, Sc Anthony Scalia's uh, writings. Uh, Video games qualify for First Amendment protection. Like protected books, plays, and movies, they communicate ideas through familiar literary devices and features distinctive to the medium. California's claim that interactive video games present special problems in that player participates in the violent action on screen and determines its outcome is unpersuasive, unquote. Wow, take that, Hillary Clinton. That's wow. great. The biggest effect is now that uh, it is impossible for legislation involving video game bans to bubble up from the state level since the decision is federal and overarching. Good. Nice. Wow. They actually did something right for a change. I'm Through you, Antonin Scalia. It's oh. a sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> wow. Uh, right. I didn't think they could yeah. redeem themselves at all after you know saying that corporations were individual entities I'm, with the same rights as a person. There's no figuring this out. But uh, anyway. yeah, kudos, kudos, <clears throat> Supreme Court. Court. I mean, that's hardly ever hear me say that lately. Well, but uh, sadly, though, it goes back to the whole thing. Money talks. You know, it's a billion dollar industry. It's bigger than film now. There is that. Mm -hmm. That's exactly well, what it is. Yeah. It's money, but it does set a a proper precedent saying that it is, you know, protected speech. It is an art form that can be exploited. So it does legitimize it now. We'll have to have this argument all over again when hollow porn comes out. So hollow porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to get Paul off of the holodeck for that. Oh. <laughs> be like, You'd never I'm going to be in there with again. Belladonna all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Belladonna. Y'all going to have to drag me Hello. out for that one. Woo. Yep. 
According to a statement by Gail Gygax, the widow of Dungeons & Dragons creator Gary Gygax, the City of Lake Geneva Board of Park Commissioners approved an application earlier this year that will allow a memorial for the legendary game developer to be erected at either Donane Park or Library Park in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. The memorial will be a 10 by 10 feet and consist of a bronze bust of Gygax placed on a castle turret. Uh, Gail Gygax also stated that a dragon will envelop the turret, though the final details and design have yet to be decided. Permission for the memorial was granted in January, pending the final design of the memorial. Uh, Gail Gygax has yet to confirm when she expects construction of the memorial to begin. Gary Gygax died in 2008 at the age of 69. Oh, that's something to add. This is not part of the drinking the game, list. Yes. but you must raise your glass yes. to Gary Gygax. Raise the glass to yeah. Gary Gygax. Yes. Uh, memorialized. That's awesome. He's going to get a statue. <clears throat> Hell yeah. And perhaps, finally, your dice can get magical powers. I mean, That's finally. Really, barely have, have to make a powers. pilgrimage. You wait. I'm going to have to make a pilgrimage to that. Yeah. A reason must. to go to Wisconsin. There'll probably be like a little cup to put your die in. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, yeah, totally. they'll sell them or something. A place for a, for a dice rub. Oh, dice yeah. Blessing. They should have like water coming off the off the tower. and if you Out of the mouth of the your, dragon. Yeah. And if you pass your die through the water, it becomes. Blessed. I think it only a, rolls 20s. A dragon's going to be in there, right? Yeah. yeah. The dragon's going to be part wrapped of the around. It's going to yeah. be wrapped around the tower he's on. And apparently. every day at noon, it'll breathe fire. Oh. Nice. That would be cool. So don't have your die in front of it then. No. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's it 11:59 or 58 seconds. Just ra- at random points, it'll just it'll just blow fire down there. <laughs> you put your dice in, and if it's melted, would be Gygax. Yes, it would. The yeah. fire blowing randomly, so you're taking a chance. You never know when you're yeah. going to lose your, your precious Looks die. Like you failed and your you have to roll throw. your evade to see if you that catch the fire That would be classic Gygax. <laughs> Holy funny, shit. Yeah. Uh, Movie Pass is a website that offers a service that is like Netflix, but for tangible movie theaters as opposed to your iPad or PlayStation 3. The service, which costs $50 a month, an additional $3 for each IMAX or 3D movie, allows subscribers to watch unlimited movies in actual theaters using their smartphones as tickets. Using an HTML5 application, users can search for a movie, find local showtimes, watch the flick after they check into the theater. Aside from the $50 unlimited service, MoviePass is also planning to offer a four-movie-per-month $30 limited pass. After the private beta... The service plans to roll out to other U.S. cities during the summer, then should launch nationally in the fall with the service planning to hit around 40% of U.S. theaters. That $30 limited plan sounds all right. Along with saving time and money, MoviePass also plans to give subscribers early looks at new trailers and invites to promotional screenings. Although, it would have to interact directly with like other websites because you'd have to buy out a ticket because you wanted to show up and go, I'll go to Pyth, let me in on a movie. Well, be like no, it's sold out. Technology is really good. I mean, I'm. You think I'm, it's that good? You might have to check in or something, but that's what I mean. You can't just go up. I'll have free path. Well, you wouldn't yeah, probably pro- do that. You'd it be like, probably hey, I want to go to this movie. It probably does it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. probably incorporated. It's like as soon as you hit you the, uh, oh, I'm, I'm attending this movie. You push like attend, and then it sends you yes. know some okay. signal yeah, over yeah, the internet to the just like. Yeah, just like if you were you buying tickets go, on Fandango, it, you can't go it takes away out. from the right. auditorium total. And what That's happens? Cool. Is that thirty dollars? That include uh, IMAX three D movies as well? Uh, for if for three dollars more, yes. Oh, so every every still worth it. Wow, I think yeah. That, <clears throat> even That's the fifty dollar cool. unlimited plan. I mean, like I love to go to the movies. The only thing is, like, 
you've got to judge whether or not you have the time. For I don't have the time, but yeah. that's cool. I haven't been to the movies in so long, but there have not been any movies I've wanted to see in so long. No? Yeah. No. You didn't want to see Thor? Super, I saw you Thor. You didn't want to see Green Lantern? I don't no, want to see Green Lantern. Super I don't want to see Green Lantern. I could care less about Super 8. Wow. I'm see, if you'd spend $50 a month, you'd go to see these movies anyways. There like, you go. Damn. Uh, or would it be like that Jimmy? Blue Torrent! What? 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 Yar, Barry's the pirate. Yar. <laughs> Barry's a thief. <laughs> there, pirate. There was a little confusion amongst this year's E3 judges as to which game was most deserving of its rewards. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, which, when the votes were all tallied up, managed to win every award it was nominated for, including Best of Show. Thing Holy looks Jesus. Awesome. Have you seen it? It looks yes. awesome. It does. It really does. Other notable winners include Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, which bagged the best role-playing game and best console game, uh, Battlefield Three, which took best action game and best online multiplayer, and Sound Shapes, which scored best handheld game and best social-slash-casual game. Skyrim. That's the God. E3 winners right there. Say goodbye to my life. Say goodbye to Hollywood. And finally, for you uh, Harry Potter fans, after teasing it for a few weeks, uh, J.K. Rowling revealed her plans for Pottermore.com to a certain degree. Right now, what we know is Pottermore will give you, uh, it will sell uh, Harry Potter in ebook format, it will sell Harry Potter in digital audiobook format, uh, there may be a store with other things in it, it will contain other stories and facts from the Harry Potter universe that Rowling wrote but never crammed into the books, although whether that will be in short story format or encyclopedia format, uh, that is unknown. Uh, two of these stories include a young Professor McGonagall falling in love with a muggle and how the Dursleys met. Uh, the website will be shaped by its readers, whatever the hell that means, and it will be free, the site, not the digital copies of the books, of course. So, yeah, that's what you get. That's kind of... Pottermore. Like, how the Dursleys yeah. met. How the, yeah, that sounds, I know people that'll buy Who that. cares? Of course you do. Damn. Yep. Of course you do. So it's a store, a nerd forum, and a wiki page. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's free. That's ambitious. Yeah. Oh, it's free? See, Rowling made too much money on those books, and now she's not going to write anything else. She needs to, like... I have to. Who has well, to? Well, exactly. Who she doesn't to? have to. But she needs to, like, license it out. Get, get some more stories. Get you want more. an extended universe oh, yeah. Potter action? <laughs> As a fan of Star Wars, let me tell you, that Pandora's box is a dangerous piece of shit. You cannot <laughs> open it and close it easily. I, I know people that are into it, and I know they'd really appreciate it. No, what you're oh. saying is they're into fanfic. And slash fiction. No. <laughs> There's plenty of slash fiction out there. Hey, just as long as I can oh, have a Harry purple Potter. wand, I'm down. Throbbing purple wand. Throbbing purple wand. Wang. Wang joke. <laughs> and uh, finally, 50 days after Drink. the hacker group Lulsec burst into the scene by hacking X Factor's website, the notorious group has announced that the so-called Lulz boat will cease to be. The announcement was uh, posted on Pastebin and through their Twitter account, in keeping with the group's habits. Their final message was more of a reflective and somber than previous announcements made by the group. In it, they recount their exploits, encourage those that have supported them during the last 50 days to continue anti-sec activities, and even mention that the core group consists of only six people. And while many have speculated about the group's goals and motivations, their final statement suggests they did it for more than just the lulls. They wrote, We truly believe in the anti-sec movement. We believe in it so strongly that we brought it back, much to the dismay of those looking for more anarchic lulls. 
in what may be its final message, Lulsec pointed their fans toward the hacker group Anonymous in a tweet. While this could be the end of Lulsec, it's clear they intend the movement to continue. Nice. So the Lulsec has officially disbanded. I support those guys. They've done good stuff. Yes and no. The stuff they do is annoying to many people. Nah, necessary, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But that's all I got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And, of course, watch The Ugly Couch Show itself, I swear. New episode coming very soon. Right, Barry? Yes. Right, yes. right Barry? Is that true? That. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Is that great? Yes. Yeah? Are you going to go to Comic-Con? Who? I want to know. Write us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. I want to know if you're going to Comic-Con. We're going to Comic-Con. Woohoo! Well, some of us are going to Comic-Con. I'm not going to Comic-Con. No. No. Loser. No, I don't like Comic-Con. No. I don't. I can't believe I you're have, saying this to me. I, I don't like it. I have what? my issues. I, yeah. I feel you. I don't like it. What are, what, I am begrudgingly issue? going. Too many stinky people. I went in the years. I went in the years right before it turned to hell. I, I went in 2002 was my first year, and that was amazing. There was He-Man everywhere. Oh boy, it was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I re- now really, it was the perfect year for me. No, when, I everywhere that, everywhere. when I walked into that, <laughs> when I walked into that show floor, and there was a giant poster of He-Man, I was like, okay, <laughs> I did the right thing. And then 2004, I went again. And I was like, eh, this is a yeah. That's because you hate everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> So why in the world would I want to go surround myself with so much shit I hate? You hate and everything. And so few things that I like. Nothing wrong with Comic-Con. It's busy, yeah, but that just means there's a lot more geeks out there. Narf. Not true. Actually, Not true. yeah, it is. Okay. Geeking has become mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh. And that's not a bad thing. I see. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. No. Except that Paul hates it. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget that I have that free anti-Comic-Con going on out front. If, huh? If nerdness had yeah, if nerdness had not been mainstream, stuff like this, this Transformers book that we got here, this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. The Transformers Vault is what yeah. he's referring to. Transformers Vault, the, the Headmasters cartoon is coming to DVD for fuck's sake. Ugh. That the was Japanese only, like three only episodes. No, no, only in the states. The, he- the head, Japanese had a full. The, thing the Headmasters. Yeah, I think they're up to. Uh, uh, Volume seventeen from in the, Wicked in, Pictures, right? In Japan, oh no. boy, that's, that's something different. Uh, no, that's Masters of Head. <laughs> Masters of Head, you got it wrong. Paul being the connoisseur of porn. <laughs> I am a connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur of porn. Speaking of porn, here's some news: Star Trek: The Next Generation triple X parody. Wolf, wolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> you scared me. I didn't get I you. I thought there was a I wolf. I didn't get you. I thought I he was it. saying wharf, wharf. Wharf, wharf. Man, this is sex. <laughs> the Star Trek Next Generation triple X parody. Stars in his, in his feature film debut, Giles. Giles Aston. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only good thing about this whole goddamn turkey. The rest of it, the, the girls are like, Natural, you know what I mean? Okay. C-section. Oh my god, natural. C-section. No, I'm not going to watch porn. You don't like you don't like natural boobs? I, not in porn. Oh, see. Now yeah. see here we differ. No, no everything's yeah. kind of natural, you know? Like they're they're like They're like they're like below average. Yeah, I get a little bit of that. There's air quotes going on over here. 
Everything's kind of natural. Do you mean zitty? I you mean, mean like hairy? Little extra extended labia? <laughs> Yeti? Yeti. Yeti, yes. The Yeti labia. There's, there's Yetis. Yeti labia. I just oh, not impressed with the quality of talent like in Ookla this. Ookla the Mock. The what? And not Princess Ookla Ariel? the Mock. What the hell is Ookla the Mock? From, From Thundar the Barbarian. It's the opposite oh, of Princess God. Ariel. Does it, look, okay. does it look like somebody hit a gorilla in the back with an axe? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when you turn the video off. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, it's, it's fucking terrible. Um, it's poor quality. Um, the sets are good. They spent money on the sets, but they didn't spend money on the talent. And there's this one scene where you think Giles is going to get it on. But it's a stunt cock, because they never show his face. <laughs> Stuntcock. <laughs> and speaking of, that's it for this show. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Blark. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And, and we'll talk to you next week in oh, Geek. No, oh, no, no. everyone no, have no. a drink. You know. Michael it's his revenge nope. for the London thing. Nope. You get no, you get no, uh, nothing. I'm going to go get another massage. God damn you. <laughs> you. Yeah, you people got off easy. This is an easy drinking show. Yeah, Paul didn't call something worst movie ever. Jeff didn't explain a joke. I gave him the opportunity. I know. The Green Lantern and... I haven't seen it. I can't testify if it's the worst. Oh, don't you even... Just... (laughs) You know I'm always level. You are such a piece of work. (laughs) 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 Piece of work. You fucking... (laughs) Who do you think you are, chicken guy? Charlie Chicken, Kool-Aid, Chickens. You piece of fucking work. (laughs) Why don't you go safety joust? (laughs) With your safety (laughs) legs. You're you're mixing up your callbacks now. What are you doing? You can fry up some Kool-Aid. You can stick it in a pot. Put it into the grease and have a piece. But make sure the grease is hot. You can eat you some Kool-Aid. If you put it in some dough. But it's basically just a funnel cake with Kool-Aid on it, yo. Oh, you no. can eat fried Kool-Aid. <laughs> yo, really? Yo, I did. I, hey. <laughs> you can fry up lemonade, uh, but it doesn't taste as good. I bet your lemonade would be pretty good.